There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman, alongside Steve Harmison, looking back at another wildly fluctuating day of Test cricket at the Oval here as uh, England and India continue to slug it out. Who's going to win? Who knows? Well, maybe Harmy does, but uh, it'll be fun to find out after another great day of cricket. You're listening to Following On. So if you're listening to this podcast, you were no doubt by now know that, well, it's all to play for still. Uh, India started the day 270 for three, a lead of uh, about 100 less than that. Um, Had a little bit of a wobble, losing Jadeja and Mahane, uh, both going the way of Chris Wokes. And then Kohli caught a first slip for the bowling of Moeen Ali. At that stage, they were 312 for six. They'd lost uh, three wickets for just 16. And the lead was only around 213. Never enough. Um, and then up stood Shadal Thakur, who hit his second at 50 of the match, alongside Rishabh Pant, who had a return to form, uh, both putting on 100 for the seventh wicket before both departed in quick succession. Uh, India frustrating England, though, adding another 52 for the last uh, two wickets, uh, with Bumrah and Yadav both uh, scoring 20s. England then were set 368 to win. Of course, they're not going to wrap that up tonight, but uh, they needed to get through to tonight, and they've done so reducing the deficit to 291, the 77 without loss, and uh, very little alarm along the way. Uh, Burns is 31, Hamid is 43. Uh, so let's uh, have a little look back at the story of the day uh, with Steve Harmers. Story of the day. So, Harmy, um, where do you start? Well, let's, let's start by looking forward first to day five. England need 291 runs to win. Uh, India have got 90-odd overs to take 10 wickets. Second new ball is due in, uh, what is it, 48 overs time. Two batsmen uh, in Burns and Hamid with a score next to their name. 
and India without a frontline spinner on a pitch which offers very little in terms of seam, swing, or speed. Where's your money? My heart's saying England, and half of my head's saying England. But history tells me India. History tells me India. England haven't won. England haven't chased this in a hundred and however many years in, in, in the UK. That tells me, and we haven't got Ben Stokes. I know Ben Stokes got 362 at Headley in 2019. That's half of my head. But I'm actually sitting here thinking, and I have been thinking all day, and I said at, at, at the half time, if you had offered me 300 and, or was it 368 to win, and if we were playing with a white ball on that wicket in 50 overs in our white ball team, I'd have backed us to, I'll back us to win. I'll back us to chase it down. Now, obviously, test matches are different and the, the bodies have been through five days and mentally people are fatigued and tired. But England now are in a great position. And if they have, they have one hour anywhere as good as what they've just had two hours today, I think England have got a chance of winning. For the simple fact, if you look at England's middle order, low, middle, lower order, the white ball players, the players that are very good when the game is in front of them. They're very good at knowing the situation. They're very good at either chasing the, a, a total. And I think if England get through the first hour the, tomorrow, you know, first 15 overs, one down, Milan in, route to come, I still think England have got a half a chance. I actually think there's more chance of either side winning than there is a draw. I know Crick Viz is saying draws at whatever percent. I'm not sure the draws in the equation. England bat 90 overs, England win. Obviously, India bowl England out if the if the in uh, India win if they if they bowl them out inside the 90 overs. I don't see there being a draw tomorrow. The forecast great. The sun will be out. There'll be a full house. The pitch is still very very good. If Jadeja bowls like he did today. I think England have got a great chance of winning because I thought he bowled. I thought he bowled poorly. So, on reflection, everything is in India's favour. But I've just got I've just got half a sneaky feeling that with England's middle order and the way they play the game and their mindsets, we might have a humdinger of a finish between four thirty and six o'clock tomorrow night. Mm, I I agree, but. I just wonder whether the reason a draw is favourite, and as things stand, it is the favourite of the three results. Um, let's discount the tie for now. With India, 33%, England, 22%. And the reason I think that the draw is favourite is because essentially, if Jadeja just starts firing into those footholds down the leg side um, for the day, and at the other end, the pace bowlers bowl, on the, wicket to wicket on the stumps and pack the leg side field or just hang it out side off stump and do the same on the offside. It's going to be easier for, it's going to be easier for India to draw this test once they realize they can't win it. than it will possibly be for England to draw it. If once they realize they can't win it. And, unless of course, both teams just realize, you know, you go to that final session and England still need 160 then, and they've got seven wickets in hand. It's going to be a draw, isn't it? But well, England I don't know. Don't. Look, I don't know. I know you say that. Jadija bowls into the rough. All of a sudden, once it becomes apparent either side can't win the game, then mentally, 
where where's that team? And and neither side really in this. I, I said earlier that Jadeja, the Jadeja wicket when Wokes got him, that summed the series up because India were nearly outside; they were gone. You know, England weren't going to catch them if they carried on batting the way they were going. England, there was always a wicket comes just to drag the game back closer. And I think if one side goes out of the game, the mindset of that, if Jadeja just bowls into the rough and England kick him and you say India bowls straight, then all of a sudden England don't lose wickets. The game doesn't go anywhere, but England don't lose wickets. If you Even if you offer me 180, 180 with seven wickets to go in the last session, with the powerhouse that England have got in that sort of lower middle order, you've got to remember you've got Bairstow. You've got you've got Root, you've got Bairstow, you've got Moen Ali, Wokes, Bats, England bat all the way down to number 10. I, I, I still think there is a, a chance of a game here. And if you're doing that as an Indian captain to Jadeja after you've picked him and you've picked him the only, only spinner you've picked, what will that look like in India? What will that look like in India for Virat Kohli if he tells his spinner after picking four seamers for four test matches and the only thing that's going to be in the game is the spin or just bowl negative and defensive and bowl down, down the leg side. How much will Virat Kohli get for that? How many pelters will he get for that? So for me, Virat Kohli is more important than any of their bowlers because of how he develops tomorrow. They don't just have to bowl down the leg side though, do they? Because England do have a few left-handers. You know, it, I can see, I can see Jadeja take a wicket. So I thought his bowling got better as the innings progressed. He started to get some um, consistency, didn't he? Um, and possibly it's going to get a little bit more difficult to bat. But the other thing to bear in mind is the timing of that new ball, that second new ball, because England are going to come out and they're going to play defensively for the first two hours tomorrow. You know, if they score 70 runs in the first session, um, they'll take that. 70 for one. So they're 140 for one. That's going to eat up 30 overs because Judeja will bowl, you know, maybe 28 overs. Let's just say 30. Yeah. That means that the second new ball is going to be taken pretty much a midway point of the afternoon session. So once again, England are going to have to be careful, you know, because the new ball, second new ball is India's only real chance, you'd think, unless something ridiculous happens. Well, even if, even if, they're going to have to be careful no matter what, because even if they do score 100 runs in the first session, they're still going to be careful when the second new ball comes in. So it just means that it seems to me that India hold the aces. It's going to be India possibly that are going to fold first because they're going to realise they're not going to take 10 wickets in a session or they're not going to take 10 wickets in a session and a half. But they are going to be the ones holding the trump cards. And that's why I can see a draw favourite and I can see India's second favourite, but I can also see an England win for the reason, for the reasons you said because that pitch is dead. It is. Uh, and sorry to cut you off there. When you were saying there about the new ball, if that yeah. new ball comes around, what do you have to do with a new ball if you're the if you're the opposition captain? You've got to go to two slips, gully, backward mm. point, no extra cover, square leg. Mid on, mid off, quite straight. Extra covers wide open, mid wickets wide open. All of a sudden, if your bowlers just over pitch, go too straight because they've been bowling quite defensively with the old ball. The the, the people that are batting potentially, if if that go, if we're if we're going to play the game of England lose maybe one or two wickets, they're going to that new ball is going to come at a time with the likes of Milan and Root, Pope, Besto could be the trump card. 
he faces new balls with a game play, game mindset that he's got and the way Mo and Ali plays. The ball could actually, the new ball yeah, could work the, for England. The only thing I say is right. If Bairstow's facing that second new ball, that means that England have lost at least one, two, three, four, four wickets. Three, yeah, four wickets. I lose track of where Bairstow, Bairstow yeah. bats. He's batting at six. So again, and he's batting with either, he's either batting with, well, it doesn't matter who he's batting with, but essentially there is jeopardy attached to that. Yeah. But you also, you're also, I'm also saying that that new ball is could also work in England's favour because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think again, travel at six and over, and all of a sudden, if it travels at six and over for seven or eight overs, then all of a sudden that whole game that that England are back, just dragging it back towards them, and the 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 pressure then becomes all on India. If that's going to happen in the middle of the afternoon. You know, I do talk about moving days. We're talking about moving session tomorrow. Could be the middle session when that new ball's due. India take it, the win. England take it. Could be a great last two hours. Mate, I, I, I agree. I'm almost trying to convince myself that England can't win this. But, you know, even if they score 70 runs in that first session and they score, they'll probably score 100 runs in the afternoon session. That's 170 of the 290 needed. That means final session, they need 120. They can get, they can, you can score 120 runs, especially as it'll be an extended session. That's ridiculous. I mean, this has been the most bizarre test. No, it's not been bizarre. It's just been a brilliant test match. I mean, the pitch is a bit rubbish, but essentially, it doesn't matter. It's conjured up a test match, which at no point have you been confident, really confident that one team is properly ahead. You know, only two days ago, we were talking about England would want to chase 275, yeah. 300. Now we're saying, yeah. They're not going to get bowled out on day five. <laughs> yeah, and it's for me, that's what I come back to. It's Coley. It comes down to Coley. Coley, Coley's got to win the game for his team tomorrow. And that sounds stupid because he's not going to bowl a ball. But his decision-making tomorrow could mean everything coming down to his field positions, come down to his messaging to his bowlers, come down to his bowling changes. Did Thakur not? Shadow Thakur's got 50 in both ends of this game. My opinion, if India win, he's man of the match, unless somebody gets six foot in this, unless Jadeja gets six foot. And the ball, 32 overs, he's not bowled a ball. He's your all-rounder. You'd think he was on the high. I understood why he didn't, but you would have thought he would have had one or two overs. You know, Coley again, even even tonight, Hamid nicked one through. There's no first slip. No first slip, he's nicked one. And whether it would have carried or not, I'm not so sure. But there's a fourth slip. Players, you know, five fielders on the leg side. This, what I mean by Coley, could actually help England beat India tomorrow by not making the right decisions. Bowling changes. The minute he goes negative with Jadeja, that for me, he gets pelters by everybody in India because he is basically saying, I'm not backing you, Ravinder Jadeja, even though I backed you to pick you for four test matches to be our number one spinner and I'm leaving the number two bowler out in the world. I'm not backing you to bowl England out on a fifth-year pitch. Wow. How much will he, How much stick will he get for that? So, for me, it's a lot of it will come down to where Coley is tomorrow. What did you make of the action today? I mean, we haven't even discussed it, have we? I thought it was compelling. I thought it was brilliant. I thought Wokes was fantastic. He had to go keep going back to the well. I worry where Anderson and Robinson mm. are. Uh, God love Jimmy and, and he 30, looked, 33 overs today. 33 That's overs. 
that's a lot of overs. And that's in in, in Robinson. Yes, he's durable because he's played a lot of cricket. And I keep saying you've got to remember he's he's done the hard yards in first class cricket. So he he understands his body. He understands what's going on. But we've got to go to Manchester as well and try and win a Test match there. I worry where where Jimmy's at um, because we keep asking. We can't keep going back to a 39-year-old to keep trying to get something to happen. We did last night, and he, made, he got the wicket of, of Keo Raul. Um, he looked tired today. I felt for him today. I really felt for him today. And that was why it, that was why I didn't want him to play in this Test match because, and that's why I've talked about him retiring at the end of the series. I don't want Jimmy Anderson to retire. I don't want Jimmy Anderson not to play in this Test match. If Jimmy Anderson told me he could, he could. He could perform until he was 50. I'd pick him because of what Jimmy Anderson is. But we've got to be realistic. We're asking a 39-year-old man who has got 600 test wickets to play back-to-back-to-back test matches. I think that's just far, far too much. But this is where we're at. I thought Pant was brilliant. I really did. I thought Rishad Pant was absolutely fantastic today. As much as I've caned him, said he shouldn't be batting at six. Yes, he batted at seven. I thought he was responsible. I thought he was watchful. I thought he 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 held that little bit together. The core helped him by releasing the pressure, by scoring boundaries. But I thought Pan batted really, really well today. And if if India do get over the line, if I'm Ravi Shastri, I sit down with him in two days' time. And he were devastated Pan to get out the way he got out. But I'd, I'd watch that video with him and said, you know what? I'll tell you what, sometimes, you know, you've got to play the situation and you played that situation brilliantly. So when you get into these times, just, just call back on what happened in Brisbane, call back what happened at the Oval, because you can't just go crash, bang, wallop. This is Test Match Cricket. Sometimes it's tough. Give him his, give him his due. Credit where it was due. I thought he was brilliant today, Rishabh Pant. Yeah, fair fair play. Uh, how did you assess Moeen Ali's performance with the ball? You mentioned that wicket of Pant. It was Ali that got him. I think it was just... Like we said yesterday, John, I, I ex- what I expected, I expected the minute Mo and Ali come on to bowl, they were going to go at him. I didn't expect them to sit on him. I didn't expect him to bowl too much pressure. There wasn't, there was a little bit of turn, not a great deal. These, this is India. I expect more of Mo against Australia or against South Africa, West Indies, but this is India. And the minute Jimmy Anderson and Ollie Robinson looked tired, Joe goes to mobile at one end. There was only one outcome. India were going at him, and they did. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You'll never get me criticizing Mo and Ali because one, I wanted him in the team. Two, he hasn't played a lot of first-class cricket or Test cricket recently. I just thought he'd come up against a very, very good India side who are comfortable playing Test match cricket against spin, and they just milked him. Milked him nice when he overpitched and put him away for four. I didn't expect anything else. I wasn't hanging out for Mo and Ali to take six wickets on this. I thought if there was anybody going to do it, it was going to be the Seamers because India are a very good players of spin. At six players in the top eight for India, score 40 or above. I would take great hearts from that if I was an England batsman tonight. But looking ahead to tomorrow, if you were to pick the key man for India with ball in hand, I know you've already mentioned Kohli, um, who would it be? I think it has to be Bumrah. I think it has to be Bumrah. On this wicket, we've seen Suraj is very similar to what we've got. Thakur, very similar to what we've got. Yadav, a little bit more, but not much more than what we've got. Bumrah's different. Bumrah's different. And if it's not Jadeja and he doesn't get into a rhythm and England find a way of playing Jadeja, 
then for me, the only one is Bumrah. If Bumrah can, if India can get Bumrah fired up for four spells of five, six overs over the cross over the course of the day, and he bowls 21, 22 overs, he is the one I'd be worrying about if I was if I was England, and he will be the one I'd be looking to get every single time we get a wicket. If I was Virat Kohli, I'd be firing Jasper Bumrah up and saying, "Right, I want you to bowl some rockets for me." Hard, dear five. This is Test cricket, but that's. That, for me, wins the game for India. Well, we shall see. Tell you what, if there's one thing that I've learned over the last four days is just sit back and watch because different times I've thought different things and it's just been in the blink of an eye. Um, if I was going to make... Actually, I'm not going to make any predictions. I was about to say, if I make one prediction, it's, it's going to be some twists and turns tomorrow. There might not be. England might get bundled out by T or England might be win, win this by seven wickets. <laughs> I, I, I just don't know. And that's a brilliant place to be on day four, following about a billion overs of cricket in front of four packed crowds, another full house expected tomorrow. So uh, whatever you do, make sure you join myself and Steve Harmison. Head over to the YouTube channel if you fancy a little bit more. Um, we're about to go live, but essentially we will be back on the following podcast, following at the conclusion of this riveting fourth test between England and India here at the Oval. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. 
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.